Jazz. Uh-oh. The high schools. Also's going to take it on the quarterback draw. He's to the 30, the 25, makes the move to the 20, 15, 10, 5. He's into the end zone. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. Number four of my best non-sports sports, wife carrying. It's the Full Court Press with Eric Franson, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Eric Franson and Jason Walker here on the Full Court Press. How's it been? It's been pretty good. It's good. It's another day. Yeah, another day, another dollar, another five dollars, maybe. I don't know. Inflation's getting crazy out here, so <laughs> maybe a half to... tank of gas. Yeah, <laughs> gone. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> uh, a lot of different things we're going to be talking about today uh, here on the Full Court Press. Uh, trade rumors continue. To surround the Utah Jazz, particularly Rudy Gobert. Yep. So we'll try to sift through fact from fiction. Uh, what trades make more sense, and and uh, is there real value in some of these that are being kicked around? Um, well, it's the return of our pick six. Yep. That's been on hold for a little bit, but I'm going to subject Jason to it. You finally have you have a worthy opponent. <laughs> yeah, or I shouldn't maybe I shouldn't put myself up like that'll be when I really become a co-host the day I manage to beat you in pick six. Like <laughs> we'll see if it takes me one week or thirty weeks. Like it might take on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it wasn't always his best game. Um, so you can play along. We'll, we we pick six things we think might happen this weekend, and then on Monday we put it back together and see how close we were. Uh, also, Game 6, speaking of sixes, Game 6 tonight in the NBA, uh, Golden State and Boston uh, series is uh, back in in Boston. Can they l- extend this series one more game, or does Golden, Se- uh, Golden State wrap this thing up? So I'd love to get your predictions on that. Uh, love to have you weigh in on what you think these trade rumors, if you would like some of these things that are being discussed or proposed, 435-339-0321 on the Full Court Press text line today. You got to mention uh, 9315 at the end of yesterday's show. He sent in the text, said, Jason is a great new host for the show, and I had to bring that up because <laughs> it, it, it makes me feel good. So it got, it got me through today. Yeah, so. we, we can't skip over that. So No, we, I'm not going to skip over that. You, <laughs> you may not care as much, but I, I very much – Enjoyed that feedback. <laughs> there you go. Uh, so, yeah, if you want to weigh in on uh, various topics and give your uh, predictions uh, for Game 6 tonight, we'd love to get that. Now, coming into the game, uh, Boston is favored as uh, at 3.5 points tonight. They were at 4. Earlier yeah. today they were at 4. And so when I saw they were at 3.5, I was like, that's interesting. We're starting to get some bets on the Warriors. Uh, ESPN's power index, whatever they call it these days, uh, has Boston 69.6% chance of winning or whatever that percent is supposed to mean. I assume it's percent chance to win. Uh, so they obviously really favor the Celtics. And honestly, I think the consensus very much is that Boston is going to win this game, that nobody expects them to lose three in a row, especially not this game here at home. Um which is interesting. I don't know. People are just kind of taking it as gospel 
that the Celtics will not lose this game, regardless of any of the facts surrounding it. Right, and it'll be interesting to see what happens um, with how they approach Steph Curry uh, in game four. Uh, they just they couldn't figure out really a way to guard him. They didn't seem as interested in being physical with him, and he scores 43 points. Game five, they focus mostly on him. They overcorrect and and allow other guys to play well, and then they lose game five. So do they find a mean somewhere in the middle there that, that works better for them defensively? Uh, but really the story for Boston Celtics has been, what are they going to do offensively? Golden State has been very consistent in every single game within a few points, 104 to 107, of what their offensive output's going to be. Boston is wildly different. Yeah. And the thing is, though, as you look at the Warriors' offensive output, it's not really that spectacular. Maybe I should take a look at the, the offensive ratings, maybe aside from just the raw points. Because in the NBA, you know, these top tier offenses, they're averaging closer to 110. You know, you know, a little higher than what the Warriors are doing. So it's like, are is Boston's defense working pretty well anyway? And it's just their offense that's the problem here, which it may very well be. I mean, ninety four points, ninety seven points, eighty eight points. That's three of their games right there. I mean, it's the three losses. <laughs> um, so, but in their wins, they're like what one sixteen, yeah, one sixteen and one twenty. Yeah, wildly different. So if they Every time they've scored 100 points in this series, they've won. I've had to, I had to double-check that. But, yeah, every time they've scored 100 points, they've won. Of course, the two times they did it, they scored at least 116. So if, if their offense gets going, I think their defense will be enough. It, it's just can Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, Marcus Smart, Al Horford, can they all put it together enough? Or maybe just one of them. I mean, Steph Curry had 43 points in one game. Maybe Jalen Brown goes off for, you know, 30-plus, or Jason Tatum goes off for 40. It's possible. Right, or the unsung hero, like we saw in game one, with the White played great, Horford played out of his mind. You know, who, who steps up in an elimination game? Boston has played very well in elimination games this playoff. Yeah, they've not been eliminated yet. No, no. <laughs> but, I mean, in the elimination game against the Nets, um, you know they played solid defense, outscored uh, Brooklyn uh, against Milwaukee. Their you know, opportunity to knock off the the top team, the the reigning champs. They took care of business. They took care of Miami in an elimination game after Miami had a big comeback in the fourth quarter. So they've they've proven they can do it. But Golden State, that's a team with a lot of experience in these situations. Yeah. And I think what you said about Boston, you know, in their previous elimination games as playoffs is why people are taking it as gospel. I mean, I was doing that too. Like on Tuesday, I said, I think this is going seven. Even after Boston had just blown a game that they probably should have won. And I just said, yeah, it's going seven. I assume Boston was going to win this game. I'm not nearly as confident today that they'll win as I was on Tuesday. So, and a lot of it just has to do with, well, I look back and I see, well, Boston's just not playing well. In a lot of ways, are we just going to assume, based off of, you know, previous series, that they're just going to turn it around? Even though in this series, we've not seen that same Boston who is really good. You know, the Boston team that got to this point. Uh, so, game is seven o'clock tonight on ABC. 
and uh, your predictions. Do you do you take Boston to cover, or is uh, Golden State going to wrap this thing up? Four three five three three nine zero three two one, and get into our uh, full court press text line nine three one five weighing in. Looks like we need the deflator to come back to the show just for an hour to help Eric change the start of the show to say Eric and Jason. Hope you're listening, deflator. Be uh, please weigh in on the text line. You know, my earliest legacy on the full court press was when he had that thing where he had the the mask, and I said you should be called the ringmaster. Ah, I you tweeted were, that. Yes, that was that was. He my, loved that idea. Yeah, he, that was, he preferred that to uh, my to, deflator. To the deflator, yeah. I <laughs> so that was my earliest uh, mention on the full court press. I think was uh, the ringmaster. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, so for me, when I'm looking at this game, I. I'm going to go with Boston. I, I, I think I, the, for the reasons stated before, how this team responds in elimination games, it's on their court. They're going to have the crowd behind them, um, and they know what's on the line here. So I, I think Boston gets at least one more game. I don't, I don't think Boston has enough to beat Golden State in, in seven to win it all. Uh, I originally picked Boston uh, right before the series. I thought it would be Boston in seven, but I just worry about this team's ability to play well in the clutch. They have too many turnovers, and uh, they they just they tighten up too much. See, I think you know, despite what I said on Tuesday, I think I'm going to flip my own prediction, and I'm probably going to go ahead and pick the Warriors. I just you got Steph, you got Clay. It's Game Six, Clay. You know. Uh, he's he's I think he's averaging like 28 and a half points or almost 29 points in his last three game six outings granted a couple of those were like three years ago but we'll, we'll ignore those facts you say it's game <laughs> six clay bit. baby um but yeah I, I think I'm gonna go with the Warriors you, this is a team that knows how to close teams out and they know they're gonna go out they're gonna go finish it in Boston and as much as Boston is gonna fight and make this a close game I think in the fourth quarter, we're going to see them break down just a little bit too much. Maybe not completely, you know, fall apart. But I think that the Warriors are going to come out. Steph Curry is going to make some back-breaking, back-breaking threes. Uh, Clay Thompson, too. Jordan Poole will probably make a few big plays. And uh, Unless Jason Tatum has, like, a huge game or Jalen Brown or whoever, I, I think it's just going to go to the Warriors. 2776 weighing in on our full-court press text line. This new guy sounds like he's going to be a whole lot less easy to bully than AJ, but I'll still give it my best shot. <laughs> yeah, don't 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 try it with me. <laughs> thanks, uh, thanks two seven seven six. I'm also a lot bigger than AJ. None, of, maybe some of you have seen me in person, but I am a much more imposing figure than AJ. <laughs> a little harder to push around. Yeah, literally, <laughs> literally, <laughs> literally harder to push around. Um, so we've we've done this in other games leading up to it. For Boston, and I think you've kind of already alluded to this, but for Boston to stay alive in this one, you had to pick one player, maybe two, who has to have a great game tonight. Who is it? I'd say Al Horford. You just got to get a great game from him. It just seems like Boston's best games tend to correlate with Al Horford having really good games, more so than Tatum, Smart, anybody else. Horford has a great game on both ends of the floor, things go well for Boston. Uh, see, and I've called for Horford, been looking for him to have big games, and we really haven't seen that in a little while. 
outside of those few early on. For me, it's, don't take it as a cop-out, but I'm going to have to go with Jason Tatum. I think he has to step up to be a star tonight. I think he has to take another another level, go up another level to help his team stay alive. He's got good supporting cast, but I think if he plays at a truly star level tonight, that it will force Golden State to face or direct so much attention on him that other guys are going to get free and make things happen. So you, it may get distracted by what they're doing, but it's happening because Jason Tatum has a great game. Yeah, well, I, I don't. I wouldn't call it a cop out because I'd say Jason Tatum. You know, the last two games he's averaging forty one percent shooting from the field, averaging five turnovers. You know, he's shooting pretty well from three. Um, you know, last couple of games he's gone four of eight and five of nine, which puts him over fifty percent. But you know, forty one percent overall. That's it's not very good. He's not getting to the free throw line very much. He's actually shooting under fifty percent on his free throws. That's crazy. So he's choking in just about every way on offense except for his three-pointers, which obviously that's how he's managed to average 25 points the last couple of games, you know, 27-23. So he does need to have a big game because he's the guy. You know, we've seen Steph Curry. He's not been perfect every game. But, you know, he's the guy the Warriors rely on, and he's been generally good. He's averaging 30 points this series, and that's including the 14-point game. So he's held up his end of the bargain superstar-wise, and Jason Tatum, who's been kind of crowned as a superstar through the back half of the season in these playoffs, he's not lived up to that. Right. He's played worthy of being a star, but not a superstar. And yeah. when you're in the finals, you have to transcend. Like, this is your moment to do it. And he's he's struggled with that consistently. Yeah. It's it's thing it's like I said earlier, like this is where legends are made. It's, you know, basically what you said, where star versus, you know, being a legend. And that's the finals is where it matters. And it's it's unfair because it's a small sample size, but that's just how it is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, before we talk about Golden State and who needs to step up for them to seal the deal tonight, back to our full court press uh, text line, <laughs> 2776. Talk about bullying. <laughs> and 2776 says six foot four and a slightly fluffy 350. I like my odds. Charity sumo wrestle? <laughs> uh, I don't weigh a whole lot less than you. I'll say that. You got me on height by about four inches. Uh, but I'll just say I'm not too far behind you in weight. We might be able to make that wrestling work. <laughs> I'm almost in the same weight class. Uh, to set something up. Uh, 5654 is the Gobert to Atlanta trade dead. Uh, we will get to that. Yeah, we'll, we will talk about that. Yeah, stay with us. We will get to the trade rumors because they're still swirling. Uh, there seems to be one with Atlanta that's picking up some steam, but we'll try to separate fact from fiction. But back to the uh, Golden State Warriors. We, we identified our players for Boston who need to step up and have big games for them. For Golden State to wrap this thing up, to win before they have to go home, and win their sixth uh, no, to that wouldn't be their sixth title. This would be their their fourth and eight years. Fourth and eight years. Who for uh, Golden State needs to step up? Okay, well it's my turn to cop out because I'm just picking Steph Curry. Like it's just he. I mean, I guess based on Game Five, maybe he technically doesn't. But in an elimination game like this, things change. He's going to have to have a big game. It's on the road. He's the guy. He's got to step up. 
you know, if the Warriors do close out, I think Steph is very easily going to go for 35-plus, maybe even 40. It'll be like, you know, Giannis in Game 6 last year's finals. He just beasted everybody. And Steph Curry, it'll look a lot different than what Giannis does, but it's the same, absolutely demoralizing. You know exactly what he's going to do, but you just can't stop it. Had a horrible shooting performance in Game 5. Yeah. That's that's not going to be repeated. Yeah. And so really the question is how much can Boston blunt that? Because uh, he's going to come out. He's going to try to get going. Um, and uh, absolutely – uh, this is, you know, game six, series on the line. This is where stars really can shine for a team. Uh, I'm actually going to go with Wiggins. The way that he's been playing, the way he's impacting the game offensively and defensively, and when there's a, a loose ball in the air, uh, I just, if he can continue that, uh, I think he's providing amazing defense. And that's part of the reason why Tatum is struggling these last few games. Uh, and I think if Wiggins continues his uh, his progression and just his star is shining really bright right now, uh, I think he could be the real difference maker for Golden State in sealing the deal tonight. Yeah, I think definitely you mentioned that defense on either Tatum or Brown, depending on where he's at in a given possession. And maybe Kevin Looney, too, a little bit. Probably not nearly as big as Wiggins or Steph, but you know Looney would theoretically be on Al Horford, um, him or Draymond Green. And if Al Horford... You know, if they can shut down Al Horford, that's you know role players shooting it down role players. Like I said, I've mentioned before, role players play a bigger role usually in the playoffs than they do in the regular season. Even they just they make those random you know second and third quarter plays that matter so that they set up the stars for the fourth quarter. Right, and those role players normally play better in their friendly confines. Yeah, when they're at home, they have much bigger impact when it's on their home court. So. We stand to reason that the Boston role players might stand out a little bit more, but uh, Golden State has some great ones. Yeah, and they're they're veterans too, so it's it's. I mean, I guess Al Horford is also a veteran, but you know, Golden State they've got that championship DNA even among their role players. So that's that's one reason why I'm confident the Warriors have the pieces to win a game on the road, difficult as it is. All right, if you'd like to weigh in, who you think needs to step up tonight for the respective teams, either Boston or the uh, Golden State Warriors, to uh, either stay alive for one more game or to wrap this whole thing up, 435-339-0321 if you want to weigh in. We will get to the Rudy Gobert and Utah Jazz trade rumors that continue to be swirling because uh, we're, what, a week uh, about a week away from the draft. I think it's draft. exactly one week from the draft. So you know, what will the Jazz do to trade into the draft? Because they don't have any draft capital right now. It's the first time in the team history, if they don't have a draft pick going in, it'll be the first time in their history they've not had a draft pick going into draft day. That's nuts. I would be shocked if they don't do something. Yeah. Because they're usually very active around yeah. the trade, uh, around it, the draft. And it's really easy to trade into the second round. I, I would be incredibly shocked if they came in with nothing. It's will they get a first round pick somehow? Yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, the draft is next Thursday, so a week from today. So we'll look at some of the trade rumors that are going around with the Utah Jazz. We'll also get into our pick six, the six things we think might happen this weekend. Invite you to play along as well. Uh, and, um, 
Yeah, continue to look at what's what's happening with the NBA Finals. If you want to weigh in your predictions for tonight, 435-339-0321. Um, so I was out at Summerfest earlier today, and when I first got there, it was, it was beautiful. But by the time I left, it was warming up. It's going to be hot today. And so when it's, uh, when it's hot, it can be tough on your vehicle. Besides just walking around in the sun, it's tough on your vehicle. So... Uh, make sure you get the right oil to handle that. And uh, Valvoline Instant Oil Change, they have Valvoline Synthetic, and they have Valvoline Max Life Oil. Plus, they'll get you back out on the road fast. they get the right product for your vehicle to make sure it operates at max efficiency during this warm weather and to make sure they get you back on the road quickly, too. That's Valvoline Instant Oil Change, 695 North Main in Logan. Hey, it's Jackson with Mountain West Motor, inviting you to check out our new location at 615 North Main in Logan. If you're looking for a rig that will turn heads on the road, each vehicle on our lot has been customized and built for your adventure. Whether it's hauling kids, hauling trailers, or roaming in the mountains, choose from our collection of trucks and SUVs at Mountain West Motor like no other dealership in Cache Valley. Visit us at mwmotor.com. Mountain West Motor, built for your adventure. Cache Valley Bank's newest branch is now open in Preston. I'm Lance Zollinger, and I'm excited to announce Cash Valley Bank is now open inside Stokes Marketplace. If you're an existing customer, you'll love the convenience. If you're not a customer, we'd love to have you open a new account with us, or even talk with us about a loan for your farmer business. Cash Valley Bank, a community bank where decisions are still made locally, now open in Preston. Cash Valley Bank, member FDIC. Betty, why are you packing your house up? I'm ready to move. My home is so boring. There's no color on the walls, no pop. I have the answer. Go see Castalite and Logan. They have several products to make your walls stand out. I just finished a wall with their speedy mason system. It was so easy and looks amazing. Does this sound familiar to you? Refresh your home with affordable options at Castalite for brick, block, rock, paver, and tile. Go where the pros go. Online at Castalite.com. Hi, this is James Stevens with White Pine Funeral Services. At White Pine, we value compassion, integrity, and service. We are committed to serving you and treating your family as our family. We will be here when you need us most to listen, to help, and to provide exactly what your circumstances require. At White Pine, we promise to dedicate our time and attention to you and your family. We invite you to come by and meet us. We're confident you'll feel a difference. This is Gene Needham of S.E. Needham Jewelers. If you are in the market for a diamond engaged ring, I would like to personally invite you to visit our store. With our beautiful selection of rings and broad diversity in style, you are sure to find a ring you'll love. You'll enjoy our quiet atmosphere as you view our beautiful selection of diamonds. We grade each diamond twice in order to assure exactness in the diamonds we present. Shop and compare, and then come to the Diamond Engage Ring Store, where Utah gets engaged. Monday through Saturday, 10 to 7. S.E. Needham Jewelers, middle of the block, at the sign of the clock. Summer is just around the corner. Don't crank up your AC unit before getting it serviced. Advanced Heating and Air Conditioning is the team you should call for quality on-time service. If your system needs replaced, think York. York has the best warranties in the business with affordable financing options. Call Advanced Heating and Air Conditioning at 752-7272 or stop by their showroom west of DI. Online at advancedheating-ac.com. comfortable until you are Advanced Heating and Air. Hi, this is Ashley with LSS Insurance. Come learn how to make an informed decision for your retirement, Medicare, and Social Security. It's never too early to plan for the future. The third Thursday, June 16th at 7 p.m., come to a free seminar at our office. 
Call 752-9493 for details. We will answer your Medicare and Social Security questions. Come the third Thursday, June 16th. Call 752-9493 to RSVP as seating is limited. Talking the sports you care about. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Jason Walker and Eric Franson. Yep. Here on the Full Court Press. Uh, if you want to weigh in, love to hear from you. 435-339-0321 on the Full Court Press text line. Um, we will have the pick six. The return of pick six coming up a little bit later on in the show. Six things uh, that we think might happen this weekend. We have our own lines. We try to predict what might happen. and You can play along as well. Uh, getting back to our, uh, our our text line, 4260, just now texting in. There's not a single package out there that makes the Jazz better if they trade Gobert. Only one that comes close is Ben Simmons. I very much dislike every trade idea that involves Ben Simmons coming to Utah. <laughs> because everyone's thinking this is rookie of the year Ben Simmons or the you know two or three years where he was good. You know, great distributor, top-tier transition player because of his ability to run at the rim and also distribute. Obviously, a great rebounder, triple-double triple, triple threat, the, uh, you know, the Draymond Green triple-double type, you know, where he's getting, like, exactly 10, 10, and 10, not the James Harden 50, 10, and 10. But the thing is, Ben Simmons, one, he's a, he pouts all the time. He's probably going to come to Utah and pout because he has to live in Utah, and he probably doesn't like that. And the minute you lose him, he becomes worthless. And you end up trading him, and you end up losing more because, you you know, if Ben Simmons comes back, he's not as impactful as Rudy Gobert, and so you're losing there. And then you're going to have to trade Ben Simmons, you're going to get less back there. So just I don't see why there's an appeal for Ben Simmons because everyone's just forgetting that Ben Simmons is a different player now. He's not who he was. Ben Simmons is a broken player. Yeah. And... If you give up, you know, bench role player rotation guys to get him, I'd be okay with that. Because you you might be able to resurrect something from him, but don't give up a an all star, an elite player for that. Because yeah. you don't know if he's going to even play. Yeah, you, and if he does, you don't know how long he's going to play. Yeah, and and. What is Ben Simmons giving you that Rudy Gobert wasn't? The point of trading Rudy Gobert is to get, you know, better shooting maybe, better better offense, I should say. And how is Ben Simmons giving you better offense? He's not. He's giving you better defensive versatility. I will give you that. That can help. Better defensive versatility, and but you're losing all of the defensive impact that Rudy Gobert has. He has a bigger... Like, you can maybe say there's more versatile defenders than Rudy Gobert, and this is the thing people always say is, oh, this player is a better defender because he's more versatile. But Rudy Gobert is the more impactful defender for one very specific reason. You know, people complain about how everyone's shooting threes and that's all they shoot. They still shoot more layups. 
and layups are still the king of the NBA because that's what every coach wants. If you ask a coach, do you want a layup or do you want a three? Every single one, every single time, will say they want a layup. And what does Rudy Gobert guard? Layups. And he stops them, and he's dang good at it. So he has a better defensive impact than anybody else you're going to bring in. So I do agree that trading him away, you're not getting better. The hope is you're playing the long game. You're hoping that you know, they're not going to be better next year if they trade Rudy Gobert, or the year after that, you're hoping three or four years down the road, they've built up something to where they can, you know, just be better. Right, because there's there's certain there is absolute value in the uh, in Rudy Gobert, and so uh, if you're fundamentally going to change the direction of the, the 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 team, then let's get max value and get multiple pieces or opportunities for the future. And rather than play it out, look the the Jazz problems defensively are not because of Rudy Gobert. It's because of what happens on the perimeter, and frankly, the you know the coaching staff that was a philosophical decision was we're going to funnel everything to Rudy because he's so good, and push everybody to the rim and he'll block them. Yeah, the entire roster was predicated on at any given moment on the court funnel it to the center be it Rudy Gobert, or then, you know, they're doing it with Derek Favors and Hassan Whiteside, and that's why they drafted Yudoka Azubuki. They wanted guys, big, long centers, to be able to rim protect. Only Rudy Gobert was ever really able to do that. But the major knock-on impact it had was everyone they surrounded him with. They never got great perimeter defenders. They kind of tried, but they never did. They kept drafting Yudoka Azubuki, Jared Butler, all these guys who were either too short or too much of a center. And they didn't bring any wing defenders. Right. They didn't. They never solved the issue that was always staring them in the face. Yeah. That was rim, not rim protection, but perimeter defense. Yeah. That defensive versatility that you do need, as much as they went on that tirade about how Rudy Gobert is impactful, we've seen how teams, it is possible to neutralize that. And there's an alternate world or an alternate universe where Rudy Gobert, the Utah Jazz, drafted Desmond Bain and Herbert Jones. That's that sounds like a much better universe. I might like to live in that one, <laughs> and especially root for that Jazz team that has two young great defenders. Desmond Bain more of a scorer, but he's a competent defender, and Herbert Jones is one of the better young defenders in the NBA right now. Uh, eight seven three nine. If you are getting rid of someone, get rid of Donovan. Rudy is better, in my opinion. There is an argument for that. I've actually gone back and forth myself between Rudy Gobert, Donovan Mitchell. I think I've kind of surrendered to the fact that Donovan's just going to be the one to build around, so focus on that. But I, at one point, I was crafting a real argument that you should build around Rudy Gobert. And so I understand the arguments around that, and I won't say I disagree. Maybe I'll agree tomorrow, and then I'll disagree the next day. It just depends. Like I said, I have personally flip-flopped on that, uh, you know, that dichotomy several times in the last couple of weeks. And I've I've struggled with that as well because Rudy has been a he's been an all NBA center. He's he's been on an all NBA team. He has won an individual award which makes him elite multiple times. Uh he's been a multi-time uh, multiple all-star. So there are things that Rudy Gobert has accomplished that Donovan Mitchell has yet to accomplish and may never accomplish. And who knows if he ever will. Yeah. But who sells tickets? Who do fans get excited to go to watch games? Who provides 
offense, who can do things um, not only on the court but also in the community for your franchise. Yeah. Rudy Gobert doesn't really check those boxes. Yeah, Rudy Gobert is not the guy who's on the 2K commercials having Dwayne Wade and Michael Jordan like photoshopped over his face, animated over his face, whatever you call that in the 2K trailer, graphics or whatever. Rudy Gobert wasn't doing that. Donovan Mitchell is because he's exciting. And I won't argue too much if you try and say Rudy Gobert is actually better than Donovan Mitchell, but we can definitely argue who has the better potential impact on a franchise. Couple more texts coming through eight seven nine eight. There is absolutely zero reason to build a team around Rudy Gobert. Name one team in the NBA that is built around a seven foot center with zero offensive ability. Ah, nineteen sixties Boston Celtics. <laughs> yeah, we got to go way, <laughs> way back. And, and, and I agree. That's the other thing with Rudy is that yes, he's an elite defender. He is really good at what he does. But in today's NBA, you have to be able to do more than just one thing. Yeah. And, and he there's no question he limits the Jazz offensively. Yeah. And the thing when I argue with myself basically about keeping Rudy Gobert instead of Donovan Mitchell, it is predicated on basically finding a way to replicate Donovan Mitchell's production. Am I confident you can replicate Donovan Mitchell's production? That's a really big if. Of course, it's a really big if on replicating Rudy Gobert's defensive production. So, again, there's two sides that I've had to struggle over. So, again, I've sort of leaned toward Donovan Mitchell, at least just planning on that because that's what it seems like. Um, yeah, there's, there's, there's definitely arguments for both sides. If you can argue that the Jazz can replace either Donovan's offense or Rudy's defense in some form or fashion, which do you think is easier to do? Uh, one more text, and then I think we'll get to the trade rumor that I think helps address that. But 9938, I feel Gobert is more loyal than Mitchell. Uh, and I agree with that. I think Rudy has been very, um, very loyal to the Jazz franchise. And he's like, I don't need to go anywhere else. Why yeah. can't we build something special here? I don't need to go somewhere else to, to feel justified. He's been very open about that. He's like, why can't we do it here? I want to do it here. Yeah, you guys I, took a chance on me and helped me develop. So I want to win here. Yeah, I have never had the thought really cross my mind that Rudy Gobert would ask for a trade to leave. That mind crosses that thought crosses my mind about Mitchell about once every two weeks. <laughs> yes. Now more often because it's the off season. There's a lot of uncertainty now. But yeah, I've I've had to deal with that with Mitchell, and uh, Gobert just seems a lot more loyal. Which, granted, we once thought Kevin Durant was loyal. So. <laughs> Sometimes you got to take things with a grain of salt. Yes, yeah, true. Okay, I lied. A few more texts have come through. <laughs> There's a lot of texts coming we'll, in. We'll you, get guys to are, those. you guys are fired up about yes, this. Yes, this is good. Uh, 5654, why not just trade Connolly and Bogey? I wish it were that simple. That's just, that's just all I have to say about that. I wish it were that simple. Can you get the same value in return for them? Maybe. I don't know. Now, I know there was some chatter about Connolly to Washington, but I don't remember what was coming back. Yeah, um, it's mainly been chatter. I don't know how credible it is. Those I've talked to, they're, they're not connected. It's just other fans. Um, they're hoping for, like, the number 10 pick. But holy cow, if the Jazz landed the number 10 pick for Mike Conley, I might do a jig in the <laughs> studio. It'd be worth it. Yeah. Could be worth it. We might film it and put it on Twitter, but that's not happening. <laughs> Donovan Mitchell takes that next step as the, the point guard. 
Jared Butler, Trent Forrest, they're there as backup point guards. Maybe that's the way the, the, the team needs to be headed. Uh, 2 3 0 5. I think they need to trade both players because the roster is lacking talent and depth. They need to start over with new players, the new coach, because what they're doing is not working. That is another possible option. Just burn it all to the ground and try again. That's not very good for Utah's bottom line, so they're not going to do it. But I know fans are always a lot more willing to suggest the option of burn it down because theoretically we're a lot more patient, although... Again, people don't buy tickets to watch a you know team that wins twenty seven games. Development team, yeah. yeah. Uh, eight seven nine eight. If Rudy wants to stay in Utah, he needs to take a twenty million dollars a year pay cut. Yeah, I don't think he's going to do that. No, no, I don't think so. No. Uh, all right, we're going to take a quick timeout. When we come back, we will get to some of the trade rumors that are out there and how they may address some of the issues that Utah is looking for. What's credible? What isn't? Plus, pick six. It's return to the full court press. We'll get into that coming up next. Uh, and uh, you can play along as well if you think uh, my run of success at the top of pick six will come to an end. The dynasty, the Eric Franson <laughs> dynasty falls today. Or Jason actually challenged on here, so <laughs> I, I, we'll see. Uh, but first, just a reminder about Mountain West Motor. Uh, they're Logan's newest truck and SUV dealership. They've got a really cool inventory of vehicles there. And, and some vehicles that can be hard to find at dealerships who suppose, are supposed to sell these vehicles. You can find them at West Motor, uh, at Mountain West Motor, excuse me, uh, Logan's newest truck and SUV dealership. They're at 615 North Main. Uh, they've got a great selection there. You can check it out on their lot or check it online, mwmotor.com, or go visit them in person, 615 North Main in Logan. We all know moms rule the world, but dads are important too. Do something special for dad this Father's Day. Pick him out a watch to fit his personality from Jarek's. We feature watches by Citizen, Bolova, unique wood watches by Tree Hut, and our own one-of-a-kind custom brand Jarek's Fine Jewelry timepieces. Or maybe your dad would like a tie bar, chain, bracelet, or how about a special ring with your name engraved on the inside? Let dad know how special he is. Jarek's Fine Jewelry. Make it special. Make it Jarek's. It's happened to us all. Red punch, nail polish, coffee or paint. This is how with Northern Utah Chem Dry. What you don't realize is using your own methods can potentially lock in stains within the carpet. ChemDry's patented stain removal solutions have successfully removed stains all over Cass Valley. If we can't get it out, no one can. So next time you spill, call ChemDry of Northern Utah. ChemDry of Northern Utah. ChemDry of Northern Utah. This is Jay with Daryl's Appliance. We want to celebrate Father's Day with a special contest just for the dads. Bring your ugliest tie to Daryl's for the chance to win a DJI Mini 2 drone. Stop in, leave that ugly tie, and you might win. Ties will be accepted through June 12th. Voting online for the ugliest tie will go from June 12th through June 18th. We'll announce the winner on Father's Day, June 19th. Happy Father's Day and good luck. Daryl's Appliance, West on Airport Road, open until 6 p.m. on weekdays, 5 on Saturday. This is Ryan, my mattress. I have a little bit of a bone to pick with online bed-in-a-box mattresses. If value is the combination of price and quality, these beds are not a good value. They cost about $1,000 and they last about three years. That's not a very good ratio. 
at my mattress, you can get a $799 Sealy Posturepedic that will last you 10 plus years. The best value is at my mattress. Isn't it time to sleep exceptionally? You've been putting up with a dirty, dusty wood stove for years. Why haven't you changed it? Go to Advanced Fireplace and Stove in Logan. Look through their showroom for ideas on quadrifier pellet and wood stoves and heat and glow gas fireplaces. They have several demos in place so you can see firsthand how your project will look. And you can trust the pros at Advanced Fireplace and Stove. They'll do the job right. Advanced Fireplace and Stove, 752-7272. Online at advancedfireplaceandstove.com. This is Dave Simmons for Les Olson Company. Your team's in the locker room ready to get out there and play to win, but you see a player you don't recognize. They're wearing your jersey and even know your coach's name, but who are they? Would you let this stranger look at your team's playbook? That's exactly how phishing attacks work. In 2020, the number of phishing attacks against businesses doubled compared to the previous year. Don't take risks. Take action with the Les Olson Security Suite. Get your free network assessment at lesolson.com. The Aggies are number one here. The Full Court Press. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and online at 1069thefan.com. Eric France and Jason Walker here on the Full Court Press. Lively text line this afternoon. Love to hear your thoughts about trade rumors surrounding the Utah Jazz. Also, who do you like tonight? Boston? Or Golden State in Game 6. Oh, by the way, uh, we were talking about um, this continues to be kind of a a shocking development with high school boys soccer Mm -hmm. with the suspension that UHSAA has put on the entire sport. Um, And I think we talked a little bit about this the other day, but there's some finally a little bit of detail. 164 ejections this last year. Um, 50 were because of multiple yellow cards. Yeah. Uh, 71 were just straight red cards because of language, uh, a, a gesture. Yeah, there's like four or five different uh, categories. There's like violent conduct. Spitting is a oddly specific one that's just, just spitting. Um, There's one that's just denial of an obvious goal-scoring opportunity, which isn't really a bad thing it just you get a red card for it um, right it's much worse when you're talking about violent conduct and spitting and things like that taunting unsportsmanlike conduct yeah so those are the ones you got to worry about and i imagine if they're doing a suspension because when the referee gives a red card he notes for what it's for right so, 43 instances of straight just violent conduct yeah and that's that's not good those are yeah yeah not good thank you hurricane john newbold pointing us in that direction. So there are some uh, rumors surrounding the Utah Jazz. We've uh, mentioned there was some talk a little bit about Mike Connolly potentially to Washington, but unsure of what exactly the Jazz would get in return. Um, But what seems to be gaining some steam is uh, Rudy Gobert to Atlanta. But there was some rumor that Dallas was interested in Rudy Gobert. That seemed to be going on quite a bit. As soon as the Jazz were eliminated, it seems like. Yeah. From the moment they were done, there were rumors that Dallas was interested in Rudy Gobert. Yeah, especially once Dallas was eliminated, it really began to kick up because, like, okay, yeah, they're clearly not there yet. They're one piece away or, you know, whatever phrase people wanted to use. 
But I guess now maybe they're not interested. Depends on how they feel about, you know, what position Christian Wood plays. Since, as some of you will have known, the Mavericks made a trade for uh, current, now former Rockets center slash power forward, Christian Wood. Yeah, not only do they get Christian Wood, but they also get the number 26 pick. Uh, well, they, they traded that they away. They traded so, that away. Excuse yeah. me. That's part of the deal. You're right. Um, Dallas, though, they send Boban Marjanovic. Yep. Big old, big old Boban. Uh, Marquise Chris, Trey Burke, and Sterling Brown Yeah, all have expiring contracts. Yeah, basically none of these guys was really a rotation player. So you're sending a bunch of sub-rotation players and the 26th pick, that's obviously the biggest piece of this, you know, for the Rockets. They're really eyeing that because they may, none of those four players may end up playing for the Rockets next season. Maybe they will just because they're expiring contracts and they're trying to, you know, pool their resources as they develop their young guys. But, yeah, they're they're happy to get assets for Christian Wood, who is a bit more on the veteran side. He's still fairly young, I think 25-ish. Yeah, he's not that old. Um, but, you know, they can go a little bit younger, and Christian Wood didn't want to be there anyway, um, which is actually a worry because he's been a bit discontented in the last two places he's been. So is he going to do the same thing in Dallas? Maybe, maybe not, because with the Rockets, he went there when James Harden was still there. So he was supposed to have a breakout on a good team. He had the breakout, just not on a good team. Maybe he'll actually get to do that with Dallas, so he'll be able to get what he was supposed to do in Houston. Houston may not be done. Uh, they have the number three pick, the number 17 pick, and now the number 26 pick. So they've got three first-round picks. They may not be done. They may use some of that to, to move uh, move up or to trade for other other players but that uh so the the dallas mavericks seem to be off the table as a potential trade partner for the utah jazz but one that we've been hearing a lot about for the last few weeks is the atlanta hawks and that seems to be gaining some steam yeah that's definitely the big one um there's reports that just about everyone is on the table from the hawks except trey obviously you know everyone's on the table um to get gobert the names most typically involved have been Clint Capella, John Collins, Kevin Herter, and DeAndre Hunter. A lot of times, all four of those names. Well, you know, that for Gobert, maybe a pick involved thrown in there somewhere. I believe the Hawks have the number 16 pick. 16th pick. So yeah. that one gets thrown in a lot as, as a pick. Uh, there's some reports now that DeAndre Hunter doesn't seem to be on the table for that. So maybe, maybe not. The Jazz are asking for a lot. Like, a lot, a lot or at least reportedly. And maybe that's one thing that drove Dallas to go for Christian Wood. It's obviously settling a little bit, but you know, are they wanting to pay the supposedly astronomical price that the Jazz are supposedly asking? Because um, VI, I believe, heavy.com, they're, they're quoting an anonymous executive, says this executive supposedly said that the Jazz want a star caliber player, a young prospect, and picks. That's a lot to ask for Rudy Gobert, and there's not a lot of people that can really give that, especially the teams that are going to want Rudy Gobert. Like the Knicks, probably not. Dallas couldn't really do that. The Hawks, they're about as close as you're going to get to that. Chicago's been another team that's been rumored, but yeah. with the Atlanta situation, you 
you get Clint Capella, who I like. Uh, yeah. I think he's a good rim protector. Uh, he grabs rebounds. Now, does he help you offensively away from the rim? No, not really. Yeah. The, the, so he's just a cheap version of Rudy Gobert. Yeah, and that's the thing is that one thing is they say, well, can Clint Capella replicate what Rudy Gobert does? Well, here's the thing. The Hawks have Clint Capella, and they want Rudy Gobert. That should probably tell you a lot about what Clint Capella is actually like <laughs> and how close he is to Gobert. Right. Uh, John Collins is a really interesting prospect. Uh, here's a guy who averaged 16 points, about eight rebounds, uh, almost two assists and one block per game, so that's an impactful player. Yeah, this would John Collins would be the prize of maybe the 16 pick if that's thrown in there, but John Collins would be the prize of this because he's the guy that can offer the most on both ends of the court. He can step in. He'd probably end up with a bigger role. He'd probably put up better stats, and he would be the guy you'd really prize out of this, and that would help you, you know, get more versatility and more length into your lineup. That would be the best part of this trade. And Kevin Herter, uh, shooting guard, uh, outside scorer, uh, averaged 12 points a game, three and a half rebounds, little under three assists. So uh, somebody else who can do a variety of things. I don't know that he's going to be a starter, uh, but I think he could be a, a decent rotation player coming off the bench to provide some offense for you. Yeah, he'd, he'd be a decent player. Um, the other one, DeAndre Hunter. I feel like people are overrating DeAndre Hunter when they talk about him. They talk about him maybe becoming like a star player, and it's like, no. He's, at his best, a 3 and D player. And he does the three-point shooting fairly well, at least this last season. I think he was just a hair under 38%. The defense is, you know, the advanced metrics have him as an average, or basically like kind of just net zero defender. Which isn't bad. If you can be a net zero defender, sometimes that can make you a good defender, depending on what positions you're put. If you're if you're guarding tougher players like Hunter probably was, being net zero might be, you know, more impactful. But anyway, I I think he's kind of overrated in this conversation. Well, and it sounds like he's not quite on the table as much as he perhaps used to be. Yeah, and it's more the sixteenth pick, and Utah wants to get into the first round. They've started working out players that uh, there's, there's some recent developments with the players they've been working out, mostly guys that don't look like they're going to be first round, maybe even not even second round guys. But then all of a sudden, just in the last few days, they're starting to work out players that could be late first rounders, which yeah, might that, give you some in, uh, insight as to a deal that could be made to get them in there. Yeah, that is definitely something that if they're doing that, they're at least eyeing that kind of deal. Whether or not it comes to fruition, they've done this before where they, you know, work out guys they never end up picking or weren't even close to being able to pick. But it, it you're right, it does give some hint. Uh, 2305, before we take a quick timeout, do you think Golden State would like Gobert and give up Weissman and Moody or a draft pick they have? I mean, they love Rudy. That return kind of sucks, but. Yeah, I don't we- think. Wiseman is so overrated at this point. Like, just not available. Yeah, he's not available, and he's not. I don't think he's going to develop into much. Like he wasn't super impressive as a rookie, and I get big men aren't super impressive as rookies typically. But like, he, he's not worth nearly as much as I think people are making him out to be. Yeah. Uh, all right. Quick timeout. When we come back, pick six. It's coming up next on the Full Court Press. Uh, before we do that, though, quick reminder about Napa Auto Parts: items that you're looking for, parts you need, use and rely on every day. Maybe you need something. Uh, Dad needs some tools. 
uh, for Father's Day, go check out what they've got on their uh, in their inventory right now with their five locally owned stores between Preston and Providence. Camp Chef, Vortex, Nike, and Al's. They're all great names for dad. This week at Al's Sporting Goods, it's all about dad with great deals under 30 bucks. Hundreds of bikes in stock and on sale. A huge selection of Vortex scopes and binoculars. No one beats Al's Sporting Goods. Dad sandals from Keen, Olakai, Reef, and Teva. You won't find a better selection, and Al's even has a few for mom. Stance socks, 25% off select models. The biggest Father's Day sale is going on now at Al's Sporting Goods. Every sport, every season, every dad. West Point Dairy Products at Hiram is hiring. West Point Dairy Products has been manufacturing high-quality butter for over 25 years in Cache Valley. They're currently expanding and want you on their growing team. West Point Dairy Products offers competitive wages for entry-level positions starting at $18 per hour, full benefit packages, double time on Sundays, a $2,000 sign-on bonus, and tremendous opportunities for growth. For immediate consideration, call Express Employment Professionals at 435-213-9595. Interviews, analysis, and a little bit of fun mixed in. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. I bet you 20 bucks I can get you gambling before the end of the day. No way. It's the Full Court Press Pick 6. Ever since March Madness ended, I am so bored. Six things we think will happen this weekend. I don't know how the whole betting thing started, but it's fun. All right, here we go. The six things we think might happen this weekend. Invite you to play along at home. Uh, Jason, I'll let you go first. All right, so this one is baseball-related. Over-under on what the active win streak will be for the the Atlanta Braves come Monday morning. So games through Sunday. Over-under 16.5. A potential 17th win in a row would happen on Sunday. God, they're so hot right now. Um, I'm going to take... Under. I'm going to take the over. Ah, okay. I think you may get that one. All okay, right. Your next one? I, I didn't know if we alternated or not. Okay. Jersey number of the leading scorer in game six of this NBA Finals. So the jersey number. 11 and a half. <laughs> 11 and a half. That gives you Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, Clay Thompson on the under, kind of the main guys. On the over, you get Steph Curry and Andrew Wiggins, also Marcus Smart, Al Horford, a handful of others. Ooh, I so, like that. Clever. Um, I'm going to take gonna take the over on that one. I'm, I was, was going to take the over as well. So am I allowed to do that? I don't know. You what can take, yeah, are. we can agree. That's what I wanted. I want to take Steph Curry. So Okay. Especially since I'm picking the Warriors. All right, and then number three, goals scored by both teams combined. In the RSL San Jose match this Saturday, 2.5. Uh, 2.5? Yeah. Um, ooh, I'm going to take the over. I'm going to take the under. I looked at that series a little bit. I'm going to yeah, take the, the over. The season average for RSL in the games they play, the average is 2. Point, it's like 2.47. Oh, their offense this year? No, like they're... Oh, in that series. Like between the two... like. They've given up like 19, scored 18 or something like that. The average per game for both teams in all of RSL games is 2.5. That makes sense. All right, I'm going to roll through mine quickly. Lightning and Avalanche, game two on Saturday, over under, total goals scored in that one, six and a half. I'm going to go under. Okay, I'm going to take the over. Uh, Who finishes the U.S. Open with a better score, Rory McIlroy, John Rahm, or Dustin Johnson? Uh, McIlroy. 
Okay, I'm going to take Johnson. Uh, and then Steph Curry made three pointers tonight. Five and a half. Over. All right, I'm going to take the under. All right, tomorrow Please. we'll figure it out. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. The Golden State Warriors hold a 3-2 series lead over the Celtics, and a win tonight would give Golden State its fourth title in eight years. The Celtics have fought hard in each of these games, and despite that loss in Game 5, the team frustrated Steph Curry, limiting him to just 16 points. But with the series on the line, it may not be the stars who make the difference. Outside of Curry's superhuman-like effort in Game 4, the supporting cast has played a major role in deciding each game. In Game 5, it was Andrew Wiggins. In Game 3, it was Defensive Player of the Year Marcus Smart. And in Game 1, it was Al Horford. With Golden State just one win away from the title, it wouldn't be surprising to see both teams put the ball in their stars' hands. But the opposition knows that's coming, which inevitably creates open shots for the supporting cast. And with both teams boasting some incredible depth, Game 6 might come down to which team is able to capitalize on those open looks. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise.